0: From our eyeballs to your ear holes, it's Dude, Have You Seen This? Today we're going to be talking about the new Netflix exclusive, The Last Thing He Wanted, starring Anne Hathaway, Willem Defoe. William Defoe, Willem Defoe and Ben Affleck. Batfleck. Affleck. Yes, Batfleck. Um, Had a
1: double burger.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll also be talking about Hunters. I'm not okay with this. Lock and key, Red Sun, Harley Quinn, anything else we really feel like. But, uh, <laughs> is has been proven. Lynn and Anthony show again. What up, what up,
1: what up, up?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> also, just a little I mean, the listeners won't know that you screwed up the title of the first try. we uh, <laughs> uh, <maybe laughs> calling it PHF cast. Maybe I'll toss that in the, the uh,
0: episode. I'm going to have to edit this one, anyways, because Mr. Sir is in another driveway getting stuck. <laughs> it's dangerous, though, traveling around like that with coronavirus everywhere. Right?
1: He's got, like, vials of it. He doesn't actually have the coronavirus.
0: He's the one distributing it. He's the distributor. <laughs> he was traveling in England and in Europe and yeah, his, China.
1: his backseat is actually filled with outbreak monkey cages. <laughs> he just releases them to unsuspecting masses. It's fun. Uh, but, yeah, when uh, I used to do the YouTube and show with Bettino.
0: We probably had one new listener after we lost all our other ones, and now <laughs> they're gone. And they're gone.
1: It's not funny, guys. <laughs> it's a flu <affluent>, and it's scary. <laughs> uh yeah, back when Bettino and I used to do uh the YouTube show The Cinema Cyanide. We he has so many fucking cuts of me fucking it up the intro every time we oh, yeah. calling it Cyanide Cinema. <laughs> every time I'd be like S- you're watching Cyanide Cinema and I'm like fuck. <laughs>
0: uh he has been threatening to bring that back. <laughs> We should. I mean, I would love
1: it. I miss it. And I know he doesn't like to go back and rewatch them because his ex she beast is on it with no, us. Oh, that's right. That's bad memories.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that is. Oh, the old days, I guess. The choices we make and the mistakes we <laughs>
1: endure. <laughs> made so many. You have too, I mean, but
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, like if I go back and listen to an old episode, the PHM guys, listen to uh, Lady Nightmare. Um, <laughs> no, she, like, we, I didn't think it was bad terms, but I just think it's more. There's just
1: no room for anybody from her old life and her new life unless you have four paws.
0: Yeah, because she doesn't talk to you guys at all. No,
1: I mean, I introduced her to her fucking fiance.
0: Which, congratulations to her, by the way. Yeah,
1: congratulations. I'm glad I got the invite to the wedding that I created.
0: Did you really want to wear a Christmas one? No, I wasn't going
1: to go. And everybody keeps asking. So many people are like, oh, so you're just petty. And I'm like, yeah, I'm petty.
0: Because
1: they're like, so you wanted to be, you're upset that you weren't invited to something you weren't going to go to. And I'm like, yeah, I am.
0: Well, no, yeah.
1: Because. I, I get it. I, like, it's not, and it's not just like, oh, I introduced them because they met on the set of our movie. It was, they met on the set of our movie he messages me talking about how he thought how he li- asking who she was and that he liked her. She asked me the same thing about him, and I made the two fucking come together. Yeah, like that was me. I was the I was the fucking the matchmaker. Like, you literally or, told what?
0: Both of them to smush their privates together. Yeah,
1: I mean, I may have even done that. Yeah, wouldn't be surprised. I'm not exactly a classy you person. It for him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I lined it up, <laughs> gave him a nice little smack on the ass to get in there, and you know,
0: <laughs> I. And, like, she's completely blocked me. Um, so I have no idea what's going on in her life unless. Oh, you know, because yeah, well, we share with you all the best parts. Right, like yeah, The Aaron's black and white pictures of holding a dog's hand and <laughs> talking about how she
1: works hard so that her kids, dogs, uh, don't have to. <laughs> well, I
0: mean, to each their own. I'll, I'll leave it at that. I'll be polite on her. Um, which is a first. <laughs> Mr. Sir, if you're hearing this, we miss you and we hope that someday you'll get out of whatever driveway you're stuck in. <laughs> we do have a third co-host. We didn't just make him up. You can go back and listen to the yeah. whole episode.
1: When he finally joins us again, I'm gonna be like with special guest host Mr. Sir. The
0: the greatest part is is this will be the fourth episode that gets aired, most likely, without episode with him on it but there was one in between that he actually made it for but he's still editing it (laughs) (laughs) so what do you've been well first off actually i kind of want to bring this up have you seen any of the oh you don't do you have dc unlimited i don't okay but i did just get a bonus
1: at work so like part of me is thinking (laughs)
0: let's throw this on there yeah well you get a month for free, I'm pretty sure. It might be seven days, but I think it's a month. Well, I mean, free is my price range, so... Yeah. Uh, and you can check it out. They recently uploaded all of their Comixology comics to DC Universe, so it rivals Marvel's Unlimited, their collection. Maybe I'll check it out then. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. Uh, but I was watching Harley Quinn, and that show was fucking hilarious.
1: I've heard that. Like, it's, it's really
0: good. Because Mister Sir told me that he heard it wasn't that great. He heard like the first episode they and I. He, he would love to say this if he's here, so I'm gonna say it for him. He said they really wanted to let you know that it's an R. I'd say like the first five minutes they do that because it opens with Joker and Harley Quinn on a boat and they're like double crossing these gangsters and they like melt them with acid and Joker rips off the face and he's actually the captain and. Every other word is shit or fuck.
1: No, you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with showing people it, and I think that's better because you think about it this way: how many parents out there will be like, "Oh, it's animated because it's animated," right? And I'm just otherwise making shit up. Yeah, yeah. So it's animated; it must be for kids, but they're usually at least in the the first couple minutes. So you start hearing this cartoon going "shit, fuck, son of bitch," and not just that. <laughs> Which by like, the way, is people's
0: faces like melting <laughs> off graphically. Yeah, legs being broken and bones popping out.
1: So now it's up to that parent. Are you the bad guy because you say "oh, never mind," or are you the bad parent because you're like, "yeah, watch um, this little Timmy."
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm still waiting for it, and it hasn't happened. yet. There are no eye gouges yet, especially with like batterings flying around and stuff. Because that's like your thing. That does it work in cartoons for you too? What's that? The eye gouge thing? Ooh, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm thinking like with the battery flying them. around, eventually someone's gonna get. <laughs> I've been getting it, better at it though with yeah. the eyes. The well, eye thing. I don't. I think it's more of a trial by fire type situation because oh, everybody. <laughs> the other day, some
1: the, my Facebook memories. Someone must have been on something because I had like three Facebook memories from different people that was eye stuff.
0: Really? Yeah,
1: and usually I just get one, and everybody jumps on it. Yeah. No, this one was like three different ones. Also today, but thanks to Facebook Memories, I know that four years ago today, I got shit canned from GameStop. Oh, okay. <laughs> I right was like, then. "Oh, nice <laughs> start of a new life." Ah. <laughs> uh-huh. but I just think I think it's hard to get any review about anything Harley Quinn because it's like so many people hate Harley. So many people love Harley, so it's like, am I going to get an an honest review? Jump on the hate wagon, yeah. So it's like, am I getting an honest review, or am I going to get somebody that hates it because it's Harley, and they would hate it no matter what it was, or am I listening to someone who loves Harley, and they could just have a thirty-minute video of Harley on the toilet shitting, and they'd be like, this is the fucking best thing I've ever seen.
0: (laughs) So gross. Um, Well, I'm like somewhere halfway in between where I'm at the point where I could go either way. I'm not right. Harley isn't anything special to me. Uh, but I don't dislike her, I guess. I don't know. Never really thought about it. So, Bane's in the show. He's in a couple episodes.
1: Oh, you've piqued my interest. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> I really like their interpretation of him. The only, the only qualm I have is they use the freaking voice from Dark Knight Rises. Oh, they use the, the Scottish the, one. One with like through a breathing filter, kind of like he I, has his.
1: Speak of Luch- the devil, and he's here. Um, yeah, that's
0: exactly what it is. Do you um, feel? But in he has charge? his luchador mask and his, nice. his venom tubes and stuff.
1: Like that's the one thing I don't understand is how nobody can do him screen accurate when it's a fucking luchador mask. Like right, <laughs> like Batino has two luchador masks, <laughs> <laughs> and you're telling me DC can't afford one? Right, yeah.
0: get the fuck out of here. <laughs> But, and like, none of the characters are really screen accurate. In the first episode, Joker jumps off this boat that her and Harley Quinn are robbing because Batman shows up. And Harley Quinn's like, I'm not going to stay and fight Batman. Like, what if I, he's going to take me to Arkham if I lose. And Joker's like, oh, I'll break you out by tonight. He's like, actually, I'm going to have something going on. So I'll break you out by breakfast. <laughs> Well, it cuts ahead and it's like 163 some odd days later, 183, and Joker still hasn't broken her out of Arkham yet. And she is <laughs> completely in denial. And Poison Ivy is a main character in the show, obviously. She's like her best friend. And she keeps saying, like, Joker is a terrible person for you. You need to move on, blah, 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 blah. And they go into the whole toxic relationship thing that right. we had talked about before. Riddler's in the show, but he has a big question. He's bald and has a big black question mark tattooed on his forehead so at first i thought he was supposed to be the question or something <laughs> but no it's a riddler and it's funny because at one scene um because they ask calendar man how long she's been in there and then he's like 183 days but they're all visiting and on the phone situation with the glass yeah and nobody has showed up for harley and it cuts back to calendar man because he says that and his wife and kid are there like oh you can remember how long she's been here, but you can't remember your kid's birthday. He's like, I oh, know it's in June. And the kid's like, Dad, I brought you a cactus. And they smack it out of his hand. The guards do. They're like, no plants near poison ivy. <laughs> and, uh, and he's like, crying, he's like, no wonder why your dad can't remember your shitty birthday. Um. <laughs> so yeah, they, they don't pull any punches, but it's funny because they break out and there's all these plants everywhere and stuff and Harley Quinn won't leave she's waiting for Joker to break her out but now it's been a year it's been 365 days and she um she's like he's not coming she's like how did you bri- how did you get all these plants anyways and Riddler pops up on the screen he's like i shit out an orange seed <laughs> it's fucking hilarious um so <laughs> I'm almost I'm almost through the synopsis. Fucking Poison Ivy knocks out Harley Quinn with some dust from a flower <laughs> and takes her and she sets her up in her new apartment and Poison Ivy has a uh kind of like a it's a plant that looks very similar to wow, huge brain fart early in the morning. Rick Moranis musical. Oh, Audrey! Little too? Shop of Horrors. Yeah, Audrey too. Um, very similar to that plant. It's he's played by somebody famous. I can't, I can't <laughs> remember who it is. But he's hilarious, and his name's Frank. Um, but basically, he's telling her that Joker has her an abusive abusive relationship too, and she refuses to believe it. So it turns out that Riddler is going to tell a joke on TV. That is so funny, it's gonna make everyone that listens to it's head explode. <laughs> so they decide so they decide to stop him. Um and I don't remember the reason why. I'm I'm missing something here. I, I binge like six episodes in a row. Um but Batman shows up. So he captures Harley and Batman the Riddler, and he puts them over acid and Joker shows up. And they do like the whole Lego movie thing where Joker's gave for Batman. <laughs> um, cause Riddler makes a pick and he has them above two vats of acid. They're in like a glass, like hamster ball, Harley or Batman. And Joker's like, well, it's an easy pick. And Harley thinks she's going to pick him. But as we know, the dramatic is right. coming. He picks Batman. Um, he's, he's like, I'm sorry, Harley. He's like, you think I can let the Riddler kill Batman? That's not going to happen. <laughs> um, so he drops her in a vat of acid. And there, there's like a little twist to it and everything, but it's it's fucking hilarious. King Shark's in it. Doctor Psycho. Um, this is all part of her crew. Clayface, and one other person besides Poison Ivy, I think. But I'm maybe that's it. It's just it's it's them for. And some old guy who has like a mechanical arm and a leg keeps showing up. He's our landlord, but he's really old. <laughs> <laughs> He's just the landlord. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: after our last episode, just so you know, I did get my daughter to watch Mighty Dogs
0: Yeah, yeah. How'd that go?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she wasn't she she's okay with it, but after a few episodes she's like, let's watch something else. I'm like, damn it. Oh. And I cuz I forgot like some of the people that are in it, like it like Tim Curry is the is the villain. He is. Yeah, I'm like, what? I was like, "How do I forget this?" And uh, Brad Garrett is the the big guy that's all Zen. <laughs> I think Grim is his name or something, but oh. yeah. <laughs> and I guess for all the nine hundred two one zero people out there, do they play the one hockey? dudes, uh, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, they come from Puck World, Puck World. where hockey is everything. So they actually so play nothing as to do a with team. the movies. No, no, they're ducks. I mean, they're actually ducks. Oh, okay. <laughs> fighting against a dragon, a dragon wizard. <laughs> I mean. It's dragons versus ducks, like literally, like all the, and it's funny because like the one bad guy is a chameleon, so he's a shapeshifter, but he always does like the quick impressions, like imagine Genie from Aladdin. Okay. And like, that's what he does, but it's always these old Little impressions mess. that you're going, kids today will, I mean, there's no way that a kid today knows. Oh, was Aladdin who... outdated? No, well, not Aladdin, so I'm saying like in the Mighty Ducks ones. Oh. He was, like, doing, like, Rodney Dangerfield a lot and stuff, and you're like, oh.
0: Yeah, very 90s. Very 90s. Yeah,
1: that was the, uh, so I got my daughter to watch that, and trying to think of, I thought I had, oh, last night, I I told my daughter, I'm like, I'm going to pick a movie. I put on Space Jam, and my wife's like, I've never seen this. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. i got so angry and she's like why why does it i'm like she goes and she goes it's dumb and i go it's not dumb i go you can't even say that you've never seen it right and then she's like oh, what is this rated i go are you fucking kidding me it's looney tunes <laughs> and michael jordan i was like it's fucking it, it's she's trying she's to get like, out of it yeah, she's like is it pg i'm like at the most yeah, I, I can't even imagine G. it's pg
0: yeah
1: um and it was, and it's still i mean it holds up as much as it ever did it's the fact that most of the human beings in it are basketball players. So the acting skills aren't there. Yeah, Bill Murray and um, Newman. Newman, that's from, right. From uh, Seinfeld. <clears throat> Other than that. And then you got, like, Patricia Heaton has, like, a really quick cameo in it. Really? Yeah, she's, like, next to the monsters when they're getting ready to steal the powers. Oh, okay. She's almost not even recognizable. Hmm. But, yeah, we watched that, and I was like, I believe I can fly. <laughs> I
0: was like, oh, it fucking touches you still, man. I'm going to have to rewatch it. I haven't seen it since I was a kid. But I watched it so much, I can remember that movie almost scene for scene. It
1: holds up as much as it did then. I mean, right. honestly. It's the, the stuff I that doesn't imagine. really hold up is the same stuff that didn't hold up then, which is, you know, they, Michael Jordan's family played his actual family. Right. So none of them have acting ability. Gotcha. None of, is it that obvious? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, especially when the uh, when, like the basketball players that lost their powers so you got mugsy bogues who i forgot all about
0: yeah
1: uh which they had to put him in there because they're like we want to have a short basketball player too um patrick (laughs) ewing uh charles barkley and like it's bad it's like the imagine um hayden christensen in the star wars movies that's how bad the acting was sorry no, i just hate him i'm sure other people are like well, he's a good actor but anyway it was it he was, was really shitty acting though because it's even bad, they played natalie
0: portman was bad in yeah. those movies and she's he a phenomenal is. actress um no that's cool I'm, i definitely look forward to going back and checking that out i watched red sun the early access yeah i need to see that have you read the comic at all
1: uh, yeah, oh yeah, I read the I they l- love the fucking a lot graphic novel. Of, a lot
0: of liberties with it. Um, <sighs> I was hoping Mr. Sir would be here because we were both going to talk about it on the podcast. He he watched it as well. They changed the ending for the better, which I'm not going to get into spoilers for no, either. See, I kind of like the ending. Really? Honestly, yeah. I did. I think, I think if you go travel. back to a PHF
1: cast, you'll hear me talk about it. Because I want to say that I talked about how I love... How the way the ending was was showing that, like, Krypton wasn't another planet somewhere else. It was actually Earth. Well, hold
0: on. Because, just in case somebody hasn't read the oh, comic. well, Because yeah. comics ahead. are a little right. different with being...
1: That's true. But, like, we're, <clears throat> but that, that thing I thought was awesome. And I'm right. fairly certain I talked about it on one PHF cast long ago.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. No, I just... I know a friend of the show, Andrew, not the... Weirdo from work, Andrew. So handsome, Andrew. Handsome Andrew, as we were calling him. Um, He's not a fan of the ending of the comic.
1: Well, he I said mean, it
0: feels like the writers, and I kind of agree with him. He said the writers feel like they thought they were way too clever when they were ending that.
1: I felt it was just Which, the right amount of clever. Yeah. Also, if if you want to take all the things that Andrew and I disagree with, you can That's just true. about fit that into the yeah. Grand Canyon. He's yeah. a great guy. And I would love I love nothing more than debating with him, which is why it's great that him and I disagree on almost everything, every aspect of this world.
0: <laughs> you guys really disagree that much. We do. Oh, have oh, you
1: yeah. never seen us together? Like when we start.
0: I do, but normally, normally if I see you outside work because you're such a hermit, yeah, like it's with um <laughs> it's here a group. Oh, besides the podcast, <laughs> yeah. Um, that's the only time I get you one on one, but. <laughs> Which shouldn't be the case. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's it's with other people,
1: <clears throat> but but the part of the problem with me and Andrew always disagreeing is is that he loves to argue so much, and I love to argue so much. We don't know whether or not we really disagree on anything, you, or if we're just saying like, we do so we can argue with each okay, other. So
0: like arguing, arguing for argument's sake. Yeah.
1: So, but but we neither of us would ever admit to that because we're both also stubborn as fuck. So who knows how many things. In this time that we've known each other that we disagree on, that we never actually disagreed on. Just the other person decided to take the other stance just to be a dick.
0: Knowing Andrew pretty well, though, handsome Andrew, I would be surprised if he would change his argument oh, just to He likes to, to argue, argue with me. With
1: you. He loves to argue with me.
0: Unless he's joking around. But if it's something he actually likes, I don't think he'll pretend like he doesn't like it just to argue. <laughs> or vice versa. Right. I could see you doing that. I think there was like
1: there was one time I posted a meme. It's, it's the meme out there with the guy that is sitting in front of the sign that says, I will argue anything yeah, for free. That's you. And I posted on that. Was, there was someone else posted that that was me. And I made some comment about, I was like, well, I wouldn't do it for free. And then Andrew's like, look, he's already arguing about this. And I'm like, <laughs> fuck you. Because <laughs> he had me on that one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, yeah, Red Sun changes a lot of stuff from the comics. It even starts off different because in the comic, you really don't get to see him growing up on a farm. Right, but that's how it starts with him and Lana. Did uh, did they keep uh, Green Lantern?
1: POW Green Lantern.
0: They kind of do some cool stuff with characters that are in the comic like even bizarro because remember in the comic bizarro is like all deformed stuff for example and i'm just going to give this one away because he's the first person that he fights um he looks normal at first and then he slowly starts changing into that like bizarro atrocity type situation so yes um pretty much everyone in the comic is in the movie unless i'm misremembering cool sweet yeah 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 so hunters
1: hunters oh my god like i can't say enough about this show so it's jordan peele who never ceases to amaze me at this point is he directing it i i don't know if it was written or directed by him um i don't don't think
0: we ever figured that out now have you finished the whole season
1: i'm on episode eight of
0: ten uh because you gave us a pretty good synopsis for the first episode. It's kind of even crazier, to be yeah. honest. Like they even bring last up week. some
1: things that I didn't know. Like
0: the I like to pride myself
1: on knowing a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um. Okay. Well, that's weird because it says, doesn't. It ha- doesn't it have alternate history stuff in it though? Uh,
1: what do you consider alternate history? Like if when I started looking it up, it's depends on probably who you talk to and whether or not it's alternate.
0: Oh, so okay, so it's, it's they, there's they, no proof for some stuff. Well, no, there, even some of it, there's
1: proof. Uh, so, like, they, one of the things they bring up is the American space race that got us to the moon first and all that was compl- was mostly Nazi scientists that were recruited to America, which is all true. Like, if you look it up, Warner Von Braun, who was the father of the American space system, uh, was a Nazi scientist, so, where the debate comes in is whether he was a Nazi scientist because he was given no choice by the Nazis, or if he was a Nazi scientist because he believed in what the Nazis believed in, or he
0: was just a scientist in Germany while the Nazis controlled it.
1: There were other scientists in. I mean, he would, no, he like was the one he created the V two rockets and missiles, so like he was high up in the Nazi scientist ranking structure. Um, but you know, that comes down to like, it's hard. There's two different arguments to that. Like I said, that he, you know, believed in the Nazi regime and that's why he was fighting for it. Or was it just that he was a scientist that wanted to do this and that was where the money was.
0: But how much of like the Nazi regime and stuff was lied to the people, you know? Oh, I mean, like most of it is, but that doesn't mean that
1: you don't fall in for it and say, yes, I agree with this. And either way. America was like, Well, eh, we need to beat the Russians, so let's just give these people a life here in America and we'll turn a blind eye. And it, it's crazy.
0: And, like, there's, there's this whole... But they're not the ones committing war crimes. I mean, granted, they're building weapons, but... Some you, of them were you, ones that committed war crimes, You're not going to hang too. the guy that was building tanks. But you do know? you
1: hang the guy... Do you hang the person who uh, developed a chemical agent used to kill millions? You, You hang the guy that deployed the chemical agents. I think everybody along the way is kind of... You knew it's not like they made it and they're like, like, okay, a gun can be made and used to hunt. You make a chemical agent, that's used for one thing. You did it knowing you were going to make this thing that was going to kill millions of people. That's different than, you know, like because how people are like, ugh, you can't hold Colt responsible for if someone uses a gun to kill someone and that's true because a gun is a tool right it's not a weapon it it can be used as a weapon i mean it's a
0: tool maybe you want to go fishing with a chemical bomb you don't know (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) yeah enjoy your uh enjoy your mustard gas salmon yeah (laughs) you know so like
0: i just feel like it's crazy um and like, what? what's the. Pr- I mean, technically, you could be creating it theoretically to be able to counteract some other intelligence you've gotten of other countries. Like, that's what you could be told. Right. You know? Oh, yeah. But
1: it's. I, I don't know. At some point, it's just like, wow, how much did. And whether or not Von Braun, you know, was a 100% goose stepping Nazi or just in it because that was his way to stay alive, either way, I don't think it would have mattered to the American government back
0: then right i mean there's holocausts that are still (laughs) happening up to this year that people turn a blind eye towards around the world you know Mm -hmm. and we're not going to get into that on the show because it's way too political and i hate listening to like entertainment podcasts that get political and shit so
1: i always figure like i always tell people i don't like to get political with a lot of people out there but there's one thing everyone on this planet can always agree to and it's been shown in video games even nazis are bad (laughs) Right. Well, <laughs> that's, that's that's why so that's, many that's video games put Nazis are willing to put Nazis as the bad guys because you're not going to get any group out there going well that's not right you can't depict the Nazis as bad guys like yeah. even Nazis will tell you well we were fucking horrible people <laughs> like you know it's, right yeah
0: especially well again like we'll, we can do a World War Two podcast <laughs> if we want to get into. Difference is well, yeah. I just the they were they brought it up like
1: a couple of times in the show about stuff like that. And I looked into it, and I mean, it was I was just baffled. I, I couldn't believe that I didn't realize that how much of our space race was Nazi
0: intelligence and it was just okay. to beat the Russians. Well, here's the interesting thing do you consider anyone that fought in the German army to be a Nazi or anyone SS or above to be Nazis? Uh, I mean, the problem is, is that I was
1: in the army and. In the army, because of the whole Nazi thing, there's a very strong push on if someone asks you to do something that you know is wrong, doesn't matter if they're your higher up or not, you're responsible for your action because you should tell them to go fuck themselves. Gotcha. Like that's a thing. And I think but it's kind of different. It is. It is completely different than being in the situation, having, <laughs> you know, right. the country has your family. And it was shown that the Nazis weren't above killing everyone in your family if you disobeyed. So, yes, it is different, and it's something I don't think that anybody can 100% speak to if they're not in that situation.
0: In most situations I've heard from first-hand accounts, like, obviously, well, I haven't heard, read, okay, (laughs) (laughs) Um, from, like, the, the general army compared to the SS and the officers and all that is they hated those guys. And lots of times they would have uh they're like so i was reading this book and i can't remember the name of it it was really good but it's about americans used this german pilot in world war 2 uh and i say german like he was fighting for the um the third reich he wasn't ss or technically quote unquote nazi but he was he was in the army and but they used him and they fought against uh the other pilots and it, it was such a good book, but they tried to try him and everything like that. But he says in the book, he said they could always. T- they had a joke to find out who was SS. If you were in a group with a brother, with a with a bunch of other um, soldiers, you would tell this joke. What's the quickest way to end a war, and push Hitler off a cliff? And if nobody laughed or somebody didn't laugh, they were SS. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> okay, yeah.
1: I mean, and I get it. Like I said, I, I, I can't judge it because I've never been in that situation. I can just, yeah. And it's
0: easy in this world to be like, I would never do that. Fuck that. And but, and it's easy for the history get, to get altered, too, because right. stuff's written in a different language. But you I know?
1: guarantee there are plenty of people that loved what they were doing.
0: Oh yeah, I mean, there's there's no doubt about that. I, I'm not even foolish enough to argue with you on that one.
1: <laughs> so I mean, that's going to be in any group or situation. But yeah, yeah, Hunters is just really good. Like I think Al, like Al Pacino, because there's two Al Pacinos that you ever see in this world. You see the la- the the laid back, calm Al Pacino. Then you see the over the top, eating every piece of scenery Al Pacino,
0: like pre. Like Al Pacino, well, th- there's a cutoff in the movies where it switches. Yes, like I think it's Son of a Woman or something. Maybe. Yeah, when he goes in the court, and he's like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, <laughs> take a flamethrower to this place.
1: But I think he does a good job. Like they found that middle ground, that that elusive third Al Pacino that's like right in the middle. Like even when he swings from calm to excitable, he still doesn't go fully off the rails and he's never like you can always kind of sense the fire in him even when he's laid back. And I and I think like everybody in that one like he it's an it's like probably I would say one of his best performances and I love Al Pacino. Mm. And I'm saying that this is probably one of his best performances because better than he he, he stays perfectly without going excessive at any point yet. And I'm waiting I mean, to see did, if it's going to happen. He
0: did play Michael Corleone.
1: He did, but it's like yeah, I think he was overcast a lot in those movies. Like I don't know, really? like over like other people I think had were shining a lot more in that movie than. But in
0: really those he movies, was. oh, I'll, okay. I, mean. I don't mean. Oh, yeah, I got you. He was like <laughs> swap. I mean Robert De Niro. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. That's that, what that's
1: what I'm saying. Like he he was good, but at the same time, like there's so much else going on in there that. Whereas this one really like leans in hard to him and his acting ability, and I mean. It, like I said, I love Al Pacino. I didn't know if he'd be able to carry a show like this because it's mostly on him. Oh, it and is. It's good. Uh, yeah, and my then, sister loves it. And Carol Kane is it. so good in it too. Like, really, and I love Carol Kane too. Like it's, um, but yeah, definitely. I highly AKA recommend it woman.
0: Oh wait, no, never mind. That's Kane. Okay. no,
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. Aka the uh, Ghost of Christmas Present, right. in Scrooge. <laughs> And the uh, the wife of Miracle Max. And I'm glad she's acting because I haven't seen her in anything in a super right. long time. And she plays the cast like she she's perfectly cast in this role. Uh, she plays an Auschwitz survivor uh, who is also a brilliant scientist, but also like you know she does a lot. You know she's very caring and all that stuff too. And it's it's interesting to, her dynamic with her husband in the show.
0: Oh really? Yeah. Like what kind of dynamic do they have? Uh,
1: because when they were taken to Auschwitz, um, it was her, him and their son, and getting brought into Auschwitz, one of the SS guards killed their son in front of them. And now this is obviously many years later because the late '70s. Uh, she's very religious, very into the, you know the Jewish culture. He doesn't believe God exists. Okay, and it, it's that so like, you see a lot of times yoked. in parents, like you or you know, in an in right. older couple or a couple, you know, when one of them's high and you know she invites the rabbi over, and right. you know the the rabbi still, still, the, how many years later, trying to trying to talk him into believing in God again, and he's. So they're
0: not equally yoked. Right. Did he at some point, you think, believe, like when they first got together?
1: He fully believed, I think, right up until that moment where gotcha, okay. that his son sense. was killed in front of him.
0: I, I mean, that would be fucking rough. It is.
1: And, you know, and, and I think that that's one of those situations that if you're a religious person at all, will either make you lean harder into the religion or completely abandon it. Like, And I think they did a good job with that. Hmm. But then they also show like a thing where it comes out later in the show. That even though he still refused to believe that there was a God, he had done stuff to make sure that if something ever happened to him, like he went to the rabbi and told the rabbi that he, if he ever died, or actually his exact words were, if she finally succeeds in nagging me to death, (laughs) uh, I I want my funeral to be in the church. Which, oh, yeah. and he said, not because I believe in him, meaning God, but because I believe in her. So, I mean, it, it shows Alanis that. Meaning guy. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Sorry. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I think it really did a good job of showing that, you know, even though he they still had that, such a big difference in opinion work. of that, yeah. he still loves her. She still loves him. Like they were, there was never a doubt that
0: they weren't she still pretty, in love. It, So, uh, how, what's her character like in the show, Carol Gaines? Uh, i mean
1: she definitely plays a version of carol kane i don't like anything she's ever been in i feel like she's kind of like uh like christopher walken everything christopher walken plays is a different version of christopher walken yeah um and i think that's just it's i could just imagine her being the ghost of christmas present just she gave up her wings to settle down (laughs) kind of thing like she is and, and almost like miracle max's wife too you know she's She's there. Her, her both of them are brilliant scientists. Uh, she she'll stand up to him anytime she disagrees with him, kind of thing. So gotcha. She's a, oh. it's a good character though.
0: So, and you did. This is gonna sound kind of random at first. Did you know that before Batman eighty nine with Michael Keaton, they had a completely different plan for a Batman movie? I didn't. Um, it was supposed to be more like nineteen sixty style. <laughs> And I don't know if this is more a rumor than anything, but do you know who was supposed to play Batman in that movie? Billy Crystal? No. Oh. Bill Murray. That'd been amazing. (laughs) So some alternate reality that probably exists. I I could get behind. Oh, my
1: God. So there's an alternate reality out there. I'm just going to say this. Where the Justice League was Bill Murray (laughs) Batman, Nicolas Cage Superman. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm just saying wow. I love this already Shit, yeah. we, can we what does it take to get this movie made the Just Ice League
0: <laughs> the Just Ice League oh <laughs> man <laughs> I was telling Mr. Oh, sir they could have got fuck they, they could have got, uh... got they can always get fuck yeah yeah uh why do, my mind is blanking so freaking hard right it happens now. Happens to me all the time. Steve, uh, comedian from the 90s. Steve Martin. Steve Martin. They could have got Steve Martin to play the Joker. And Mr. Sir was not about that. He's like, no. Maybe the Riddler. I could see the Riddler, but not the, the Joker. The Joker shows
1: up with a fake arrow through his head. <laughs> I mean, I definitely could see him playing the Riddler. They could
0: get. I mean, if, if they went that route and got like Dan Aykroyd and. Like, who Dan, would Dan Aykroyd play, besides obvious... I mean, you could throw him in the Penguin, but I th- feel like that's, like...
1: No, you still got... Danny DeVito. still got to be the Penguin. So,
0: Danny DeVito's still the Penguin? Okay. <laughs> who Who would you cast Dan, Dan Aykroyd, Aykroyd as? Because um, you could still do Martin Short as the Joker.
1: <laughs> oh, Dan Aykroyd as <laughs> is, is, uh, Vandal Savage. Vandal Savage. Oh, or Clayface.
0: Okay, yeah, Clayface.
1: And his skin's sagging enough that you could really pull off that. Yeah. <laughs> well, he starts to lose his form.
0: Dan Aykroyd's going to send us a, a, a You could make games. him Gordon. <laughs> oh, that's the other thing I didn't tell you about Harley Quinn.
1: Rick Moranis is
0: Alfred. <laughs> <laughs> make or, this or, happen. Or Rodney
1: Dangerfield. <laughs> Is is Roddy Dangerfield still even alive? Because if we're going dead people, we got to put At John that Candy. Timing is for
0: sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, now
1: we got to put John Candy in the yeah, mix. Okay. I mean, maybe John Candy is penguin.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'd be all about that. I'd be behind that one hundred percent. Yeah, and it's like you know how everybody complains about the superhero movies when they just start putting too many villains into it. I don't huh. think anybody would complain about about Bill Murray Batman against the rogues gallery of every. <laughs> Like that time period, comedian yeah. that was known for that group. Like the SCTV crews in there, the fucking, the the old uh, Saturday Night Live people. <laughs> Chevy Chase's
0: Bane. Why not? <laughs> I was going to say Robin, but. Oh, yeah, that'd be hilarious. Robin. <laughs> well, they did it with Chris O'Donnell. They could do it with Chevy Chase at that point. Well,
1: then why not do it with Steve Martin and make Robin older than Batman? <laughs>
0: Oh shit. That's this is too fucking funny.
1: Billy Crystal is killer croc.
0: <laughs> Billy Crystal. Wow, you're really going against <laughs> type there. Absolutely.
1: We gotta mix it up a little bit. Now Billy Crystal will give him Dead Shot.
0: Definitely give him Dead shot, yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man. You you instead of Martin Short as a joker, you could have him play Deathstroke. Stroke. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it, they they would honestly, if they were like casting back then, they would have Steve Martin try to play either Deadshot or Deathstroke in a funny role. Oh yeah,
1: oh they would. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you're going with Bill Murray as Batman, clearly you're going comedic now.
0: Oh no, it was supposed to be like sixty yeah. style zany.
1: I don't think that Superhero movies would have survived that
0: if oh, they would have. In Chevy the 80s. Chase could have been Two Face. He could have actually. Yeah, that would have been good. Yeah.
1: He would have tried to play it too seriously, though, and then and ruined it.
0: What if he didn't though? <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, we'll, we'll move on from there. So also,
1: yeah, I watched. Uh, I'm not okay with this. I believe is what it's called.
0: Uh, These long
1: titles always fuck X-Men, me up. Trying to remember them.
0: Rise of Gene Gray. Basically, Basically
1: uh, but mix in more like teen angst with it.
0: Yeah, I did watch the first two episodes. I enjoyed it, but
1: it was weird because. Like, my wife and I, when we quote-unquote binge-watch something, it's like, oh, we watch three episodes tonight, then tomorrow night we'll watch three more, because we're old and we go to sleep. Fucking, we watched the entire season, I think, in two nights. The, and it was so good, though. It was really but, good. But, like, the whole pre- premise behind it is this girl whose dad killed her, killed himself, and she's living with her mom, and her... Well, that's, like, where all our
0: angst is coming right,
1: from. ...is uh, her dad, who she loved, and blah, 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 you know, he killed himself
0: years ago. and it was like one year ago to the day or something because that that, i think that has to they didn't really talk about but i think it's going to play more into why oh the second season stuff so
1: at one point during it she's getting mad at this guy who's a douche she's like you know the jock he's wearing the you know the letterman jacket she's a super douche and all of a sudden his nose just starts bleeding and she's like telling herself because she's writing her diary She's like I, I it just happened. It wasn't me. It was a weird coincidence. And then like then like the second episode she fucking makes the walls crack and yeah. she's like it was just an old house and like she's wanting so much to believe that she doesn't have these powers. And there's this poor kid that really likes but her. But I feel
0: like that's realistic instead of just yeah. automatically accepting it. I mean, it. I
1: don't know if I, if <laughs> I'm pretty sure if I would have seen someone's nose start to bleed that I was mad at I've been like, "Oh, I'm a god." <laughs>
0: Yeah, but you're probably, I could That's probably me. count the people on my hand that would start <laughs> thinking
1: that. <laughs> but, yeah, it it's just, like, comes to terms with, like, how she, and it's a very, like, the first episode shows her running down the street covered in blood. And then, you know, they flashback kind oh. of thing. So, like, you know, you're like, oh, at some point. Yeah, You know, for sure. the season right finale, the starts. Yeah, yeah. you're going to, she's going to get covered in blood. And then I called it before it happened. I'm like, oh, is this is what's, because at first I was like, because she's also in, a, in an evening gown. So I was like, oh, are they going to do a Carrie situation? You know, she she has telekinesis. She's covered in blood, and she's in a like a prom dress. I think that's probably why they went with that imagery because they wanted people to go, oh, it's going to be a Carrie situation. But no, she doesn't. You know, she doesn't kill her whole school. She well, you'll see what she does if you watch the show, and you should watch the show. I definitely enjoyed watching
0: it. Right. Well, and plus, um, at that part, um, Brian De Palma's ex wife there from Robocop. Yes. She tried to run her over in that red Camaro, and then she, like, turned and shot her off the road, remember? <laughs> That's a Carrie joke. That is. I love Carrie. If you want to call it a joke. Um, lock a and key, What? what's that about?
1: Uh, so it's based on a graphic novel. Uh, and I it's actually a graphic novel that I never picked up, even though I heard such great things about it when I worked at the comic shop. And I'll be honest, the covers of it never really told you what the thing was about because gotcha. <laughs> i was i would have thought it was a just completely lots different of thing. tentacles on little kids yeah <laughs> so it's about this family moves into their uh ancestral uh mansion that's all broke you know beat down run down like the parent her, her right. their yeah, dad never wanted to be part of the house yeah for whatever either. reasons well, uh, I don't, i've
0: only read the comic Oh yeah, the show.
1: that I mean, I don't. So I don't know how well it compares, but the show did a really good job. I did watch the first episode, and um, one of the X Men is in it. Really? Yeah, he plays the uncle. I can't remember. I want to say. Oh shit! I want to say Iceman. But I could be wrong because you know how I confuse people.
0: Yeah, that's. (laughs) You're right. You know
1: how I confuse people, but I'm fairly certain. Oh, it is for sure.
0: That. I mean, it might. I don't know. I'm having trouble remembering because it's been so long since I've seen the first couple X-Men movies.
1: Aaron Ashmore. Who it was... <clears throat> Come on. I know he's got to be. I know. I'm going to feel really bad if he was never in a fucking Golden X-Men movie.
0: scrolling through IMDb. Yeah, yeah. We just have a book. We, we don't have internet here, so it's just a book <laughs> for the IMDb. I used to... Listen, to I, ju- stuff up.
1: I used to... Oh, he was Jimmy Olsen in Smallville.
0: Yes, 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 yes. Okay, no, that's what I'm thinking. No, it's not.
1: Was he never an X Man?
0: No, but he, he son of a bitch. he looks like him. No, now now you got me confused.
1: You're welcome. I'm good at that. I get I get people confused with things because the guy that played tangents.
0: okay, the guy that played um, uh, the guy that played Iceman in X Men is the dude from Quantum Break, or that game on the. Xbox One. Okay, yes, it was like a, a launch title. No, it, it is him, right? Oh. <laughs> dude, it looks just like him. If it's not,
1: no, he was never in an X Men movie.
0: Yeah, he was. He he was Iceman.
1: He wasn't, or not my guy that I'm talking about. Wasn't. Aaron Ashman, or whatever. Oh. No, I'm looking. I'm scrolling through his entire thing. He was never been
0: in. an I guess X-Men I should movie. look up Black and Key. I should look up Locke and key on because yeah. I'm thinking it's the same guy. <laughs> no, he, he, he
1: played Jimmy Olsen
0: in Smallville. Yeah, that he's guy. never been in any. I'm telling you. He's did never you go been to his any, full any, thing? Yeah, I'm in his full thing. He's Iceman.
1: Welcome to We Argue About IMDB. He's not Iceman. He just looks
0: like him. What's his name? Aaron Ashmore. Radio silence. Okay, filmography. No. Oh, here
1: we go. No. He's, fuck, it's his twin brother. Oh, it is? Iceman. Yeah, I looked oh. in his trivia. He and his brother, Sean Ashmore, has played popular comic book characters. Aaron played Jimmy Olsen on Smallville, while Sean played Bobby Iceman Drake in the X-Men films. Suck it! So they do look alike. Yeah. Because they're fucking related.
0: And they're fucking identical.
1: Well, I don't know. Yes. Yes. They're, well, they're twins. We don't know if they're identical. They could be fraternal. Dude, they
0: look exactly the same.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so they're identical. We don't know they're identical in looks. Just we don't know if they're if they're one egg and one sperm. Gotcha. That's split. But
0: isn't that normally the case? It's just a safe bet, then?
1: Yeah. Oh, it's a very safe bet.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: now, I don't feel so bad getting the two confused because okay, they're yeah. fucking twins. Because
0: I'm like, what are you talking about? He's not in...
1: Because be like at first if they had I would say, but then the I seen IMDb. the picture of
0: them. Because I googled Jimmy Olsen Smallville, I'm like, yeah, that's definitely him.
1: Now I want to look up Sean Ashmore and see if they. It'd be hilarious if they had the same IMDb picture. That would be fucking hilarious. They don't. They don't even look the same. Like the ones looking off to the one side, and the Ice Man's looking straight on. So they have fraternal pictures.
0: <laughs> um. What did you originally think Lock and Key was about before you watched the show?
1: I, I honestly thought it was like a uh, cloak and dagger, the, oh, the comic okay. book cloak yeah, and you, dagger. I thought right. it was you like say that. it was two superheroes, one named Lock, one named Key, because all the covers showed a guy, a guy, and a, a guy and a girl, a boy and a girl, yeah, 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 and it looked like the thing. So,
0: but they, they do a really good job. They find these keys. The keys have special powers. Actually, that would be like if the wonder twins were named lock and key like it would just be creepy it would be because they're brother and sister
1: yeah and one goes into the other yeah giggity
0: yeah that that uh so yeah so what what was the plot of the second episode like what was the over branching plot that you saw of lock and key
1: oh um It was just like the kids are, you know, learning about the house while there's this evil entity uh, that's trying, that, you know, you find out pretty quickly is evil. I mean, as if you wouldn't know, it's somebody that's fucking in the bottom of a well. Come on. That's a a fucking red flag right there. Yeah. Samara. Uh, She's, you know, trying to get all the keys, uh, which means that the keys can be used for bad. And, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're... the problem that they're really having is the fact that they realize pretty quickly that adults forget about the magic so uh, you know you're trying to stop this person from doing horrible things but no adult knows what's happening even like even their uncle who as a kid <clears throat> um you know used the keys so he knew about them he just never like, he doesn't remember it anymore. And even when they show him a memory of his, they, like, two minutes later, he just has a headache, and then he can't remember ever having played with the keys. So, you know, it, it's definitely geared towards anybody that, you know, is a chi- has been a child and known about, you know, people don't believe you and all this stuff. And it, it goes into the whole um, idea, the trope in a lot of movies that, you know, magic is real, but... Once you grow up, you lose it kind right. of thing. I think they did it in so many things, like um, Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, uh, Polar Express, all those things. So, And, and they do it really well.
0: And it, it does have, well, at least in the comic, it does have the uh, Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, but Cthulhu style. Because some of the dimensions that they can open doors to are just terrible places. <laughs> with tentacle monsters um but yeah uh i think that's about everything that we've been watching i did i do want to say that i went to the theaters over the weekend oh you did
1: with my daughter to watch that's, onward
0: oh you did oh that's right okay. and and, and, and agree i think that. it's
1: funny because i found out that like must be Disney's putting almost nothing behind this because there's so many people have never even heard of it.
0: So, in our group chat, Bad Taste Jake, Jake yeah. asked made if I, a comment. Yeah, he Did asked about I out what the fuck he was oh, talking about. Oh,
1: that one? No, I have no idea. The one that was something about Santa and whatnot? Yeah. I have no idea what he was talking about.
0: Every kid's happy Santa or something? Yeah, like he's missing words. Because he was getting mad because I was calling him out on a movie he's he'd never seen. Yeah. I was joking about The Matrix again, going, but then he acted like, oh, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Anthony, you haven't coming from the guy this or that. I was like, okay, mister. I won't watch seven because it sounds stupid.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's the one that he said was.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you told him to shut the fuck up.
1: I I told him to shut the fuck up because I missed the part of seven. I thought he was trying to say that Goonies was about the seven deadly sins because the one character being named Sloth. (laughs) That's why I told him to shut the fuck up because I was like, there's no way you fucking believe
0: that, you idiot. No, yeah, he's, (laughs) (laughs) I was like, wow, Golden, because I I know you like the movie, I like the movie as well, but I'm like, wow, Golden really likes Seven. Because I
1: missed a chunk of the conversation, so I saw the gif with Sloth, because you guys were talking about how he's never seen Goonies, and then I come back, and he's like, why would I watch a movie about the Seven Deadly Sins? And I didn't scroll, so I didn't read the conversation led to it. I just assumed he was still on about the Goonies. And that's why I was like, shut the fuck up. It's not about the seven deadly sins.
0: <laughs> yeah, so he said and for any new listeners to the show, Bante's Jake is, is a friend of ours. Tomatoa. Tomatoa. Because he just has he only likes bad movies that are shiny. Movies. Yeah. Shiny. And he's he Michael Bay's Prime audience of a turtle shell's worth of bad movies on his back. <laughs> as a turtle that's we're exaggerating there but it it exists somewhere it does he said he thinks a kid like santa is happy but he said that to you as a slam
1: yeah i don't know if he meant like i think like a kid comma believe in santa comma and i'm happy but it still at the same doesn't time, make sense no matter how child much childish wonder i have i can't go to opening weekend of a kids movie in a the theater alone <laughs>
0: Yeah, so I said I don't have that look I said, what about Goonies, Jake? Um, Tell us how much you like that movie Oh wait, you haven't seen it And so he just sent memes of like Chunk and Sloth To make us think like Oh, he's seen it because he's sending us memes of the movie And then I said Just like you haven't seen Seven Because you think it looks stupid And then Mike said It's getting offensive And you said And Jake said Did you take your kid? Why would I want to watch a movie about the seven deadly sins? And you said yes and shut the fuck up. (laughs) Oh, because he said, Mr. Sir said, nah, he went to a Pixar movie by himself. Yeah. And then his response was, he might have, he thinks a kid like Santa is happy See, I, I, I think he just, like... Santa had to have been autocorrected.
1: <laughs> but anyways, yeah, Onward was... Oh, we trying to say you're a molester? Any, right? Pretty much. I think, maybe. I, guess. Um, I don't know. Onward is a Disney... It's a Pixar movie. And it's about uh, this... <laughs> it's... If, you know, the fantasy world with centaur centaurs and all those things, if... That had been real and developed the way that we did, so now like, there all these creatures, but they're having normal life. There's no but there magic all in the world. Creatures? Yes, so there, it's goblins, orcs, cool. manic- a manicore, and all this stuff. And but magic, like right in the beginning, it says, but magic was hard. And then they show people inventing things like light switches and stuff, so people stopped using magic because they could do all that stuff easier, and they didn't have to. So now it's a civilized world but all
0: things oh, and um, I do remember seeing a trailer for this movie. Yeah,
1: and it's like this is the younger brother he's just turning 16. His older brother is um uh, like has a, va- a painted van with like a Pegasus on the side right. and he like he plays basically Dungeons and Dragons. And he's like, he goes, this is all based on historically accurate things, but, like, nobody wants to
0: believe it, you know? He's Are just they a human? Nerd. No,
1: they're goblins. Okay. Like, every, like there's no humans I, I in thought this. I remembered
0: them being, because I remember, like, the it had, like, the white picket fence house. Mm-hmm. And then the van's parked out on the side of yeah. the road or by the curb out front.
1: Yeah, and he put a piece of tape over the D for his uh, gear shift. And it says O instead and he goes, Put it into O for onward <laughs> Okay. But then like they find this like when he turns six like he turns sixteen, he his dad died while his mom was pregnant with him, the youngest brother. So he's never seen met his dad. You can tell that he misses his dad. He doesn't know anything about his dad. He's a loner at school, like he doesn't talk to anybody. Uh his brother's the opposite. His brother's just like does whatever the fuck he wants and like, he fights for all these things and but both of them are outcasts, basically. Gotcha. But the the mother goes, "Well, your father wanted you guys to have this when you turned six, when both of you were sixteen, so I'm going to give this to you now." And they <coughs> open up, and it's a it's a wizard staff and a a phoenix gem. Oh, and it's it says, you know, I when it got to because he died of he didn't die suddenly; it was uh like cancer, basically. <coughs> so he goes, "When I I knew I wouldn't get a chance to see you." And I, you know, it does the whole opening for the movie where the the narration was, you know, the world was full of magic, but then magic became hard. And I says, But I'm hoping there's still some magic in you. Uh and I wrote this spell so that you can bring me back for one day. So I can meet see the the wonderful people you've become. So the older brother's like, This is awesome You know, and he throw he puts the gem in and like they're all like oh, my God, is this really going to happen? And he does the spell, and then, like, nothing happens. And then he tries it again and again and again and again and again and again, and and nothing's happening at all. He's like, oh, man. And, like, the mom's like, well, I'm going to go get the cake now. And she leaves, and, like, the younger brother just has it in his room, and he starts to say the thing. And, of course, the wand lights up, so it's showing that he's got magic. And uh, But then the gem breaks, like, bursts halfway through the spell, so his dad comes back, and he's just legs. And the spell only goes for 24 hours, so now they have to find. He's like, "What are we gonna do now?" And the older brother's like, "We just need another phoenix gem." And he go, he's like, and he and he starts flipping through his Dungeons and Dragons things. And mm-hmm. the guy's like, "Dude, that's just a game." And he goes, "It's not just a game. And I told you before, it's historically based on facts." So he's like, "You got to go to the manticore's lair," and. They're like he's like all right whatever you know because he's realizing he's got to do something because he wants to meet his dad and he has only this time so they just go off on this adventure and it's you know the it's more about the two brothers becoming together and it's it's really fucking touching like I won't lie I was glad the theater was dark because I teared up a bit. And then you know, like after the movie, it's hilarious because my wife's like, "I liked it, but it was it made me cry." And I was like, Psh, "Lame," because <laughs> I'm a man.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, Golden's got a soft side.
1: It, I do, and it's because of my daughter. I swear to God, like movies, I could watch something that never would have bothered me back in the day. Now that I've got this daughter, also, I'm like, Brr, and "I'm like I hate it," and I don't like when anybody sees it happening. Like even my daughter. Yeah, I, like yeah, my daughter I sees it, and I go, "This is your fault." I don't like, even don't touch like
0: <laughs> when I'm doing everything to fight back tears in a movie, and someone accuses me of crying, and I haven't really. That makes me even madder. Oh, yeah. Then, then you just punch <laughs> someone. Even it's like, You're like, how about
1: I fuck you up? Yeah. <laughs> just I'll pull out my dick right now. That'll ruin the whole experience. <laughs> I'll do that <laughs> <laughs> if it means people don't see me crying at a kids' movie. <laughs> but no, it was really good. It was. Uh, they had a pretty cool cast too, and it. And I can't believe I'm forgetting. Who the people were? Uh, Bill Murray, Steve Martin. <laughs> <laughs> Every movie is now recast with that group of uh, comedians. Uh, but yeah, I definitely recommend seeing it. Like, like I said, it. I I told people like, oh yeah, we want to see Onward, and they're like, what? I'm like, what do you? I mean, it, this isn't like some unknown studio. This is Disney Pixar. Yeah, Tom Holland was the main guy. Chris Pratt was the older brother.
0: Oh, right. Julia Louis
1: Dreyfus was the mother, uh, Octavia Spencer the Manticore. Uh, like, you know, it's all these famous people. Tracy Allman was in it, so your daughter really liked it, though. Oh, she did, and of course you got John Ratzenberger in it because it's Pixar, right? He's been in every Pixar movie ever, I believe, right? It's, Dude,
0: you are asking the wrong. It's Cliff Clavin
1: um, right? from uh, Cheers. Right, I'm fairly certain. He, I mean, you're because he played exactly Mr. He Potato is,
0: Head. He did. Yeah, you're definitely asking the wrong person because I haven't. I haven't seen a lot of Pixar stuff. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, he, yeah. He's been in everything. Because I'm looking. I'm like just scrolling through his stuff, and he's he plays Ham. He plays like from Toy Story. I don't know why I said Mr. Potato Head. I thought he was Mr. Potato Head. No, he's played the, the Underminer. He played. He's the piggy bank. Yeah, he's the truck in uh, the Cars movies. Never seen those. He's a crab in Finding Dory. Never seen it. Really? These are some good movies. Plays Fritz in Inside Out.
0: Never seen it. Don't
1: watch Inside Out if you have any possible chance of crying ever. I never
0: had a reason. The only reason I watched a lot, besides when I was a kid and it came out, was because of nieces and nephews and I don't see them a ton, you know? Yeah. And If I do, I'm trying to show them like horror movies. <laughs> right? Pixar needs to make a horror movie. That'd be amazing. Who did Monster House?
1: Uh, it wasn't Pixar. That was DreamWorks. I think so. Hmm. Yeah, um, but yeah, highly sounds- recommend Onward. Though I might actually check that out. It's. I mean, you like fantasy. So well, that, that sort of that kind of makes it fun too is like seeing how they like the the mother is dating a centaur, that's a cop, he's Officer Colt Bronco, but he's also in this world like you know this world where everybody's everything's gone soft and all this stuff and he's like he comes in and he. He's like, yeah. He's like, you're hard at work. You're hardly working. <laughs> <laughs> and like the older brother, who's like the only person out like, people, like these things, don't even believe in any of their stuff. So like the older brother's like, dude, you do you know that you know centaurs would could run at speeds of seventy miles an hour? And he's like, yeah, I can't do that. <laughs> and like, there's a gang of motorcycle pixies. Oh really? Like, like it's so funny because these like four motorcycles pull up at one point in the movie, and there's no rider. And then all of a sudden, you just see like twenty pixies get off of each one, and they're in uh, the leather jackets, the fucking freedom spikes, and like the back of the jacket says "Pixie Dusters," and they're like a tough motorcycle gang. And
0: uh, are they tiny?
1: They are. Yeah. They're, <laughs> oh yeah, they're tiny, tiny. But it's funny because at that time, the older brother was shrunk. Oh. So he's the same size as them, and he runs into one. And he's like, he's like. You guys don't even need a motorcycles; you could fly. And they're like, "Why we can't fly?" <laughs> and he's like, "What do you think your wings are for?" And all this stuff. And he's like, and they go, like, then of course the you know half father because he's just legs knocks over all their motorcycles. They're like, "Go!" <laughs> and They're like running away, and um, then they end up like all these pixies are about to fall, and they stop themselves right before hitting the ground. They're flying. And they're like, "Whoa, hmm. we can fly!" So like their whole thing is they're trying to bring magic back to the. Nice, back to the world and it, it, it's a cool little story it really is um unicorns are like raccoons <laughs> like they're just like rancid Everywhere. beasts that are just like eating garbage and they look like they they kind of look like you know the show happy how like happy is right. the have a unicorn and then the the father
0: imagine mixing the two of them that's probably what jake was saying that you're like the santa from happy could be <laughs> no ew <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm still trying to figure out what... But, yeah, as far as me and fantasy goes, there's, like, two months out of the year that I'm, like, super into fantasy. And I play oh, yeah. stuff like Vampire of the Masquerade, Call of Cthulhu, that I'm really into. And my... So, my friends, like, always want to play D&D. And I just am not into D&D, you know? And... But then that was two months out of the year. I'm like, all right, yeah, let's do this fantasy. And then I start playing it. I'm like, oh, this is why I don't like fantasy. Then they, they get upset. So a couple months out of the year, I'm into fantasy. So I'm the
1: only one in this group that loves fantasy. Yeah. Nice. I
0: did like The Witcher, though. I can watch stuff yeah. like that in Game of Thrones all the time. But when it comes to, like, elves and shit. Like, See, I love that stuff. Like, yeah, I, I'm not saying I dislike it, but that's usually what kickstarts it. If something like that will kickstart my fantasy phase, I get my film and I... Get back to like horror and superhero stuff, you know.
1: I actually just downloaded on my Kindle the complete works of Lovecraft. I'm gonna read them. Have you read? I've never actually read them. I've really? just seen all these things that were inspired by Lovecraft. And man, I you, know bad taste you, you Jake Mr. would be sir like,
0: "Just need to get married," because <laughs> he's starting to get into Lovecraft. Yeah, stuff. I know.
1: I know bad Jake, bad taste Jake would be like, "Well, he was a racist." It's like we get it. Yeah.
0: Because Jake, you have you can't you judge people by the being pro, even though for being a product of his time he was still extremely racist and stuff um but at that point you know it's it's not like turning a blind eye towards it you you look at the work you know oh yeah i can
1: i can love somebody's uh art it's like liking
0: a roman polanski film yeah
1: it's like well how many people love michael jackson songs and he was a kid toucher. Let's be honest. He was a kid toucher. That never was proven. No, it wasn't proven, but we know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So, oh. like, that's a, you know, but I, but I'll tell you what. I don't give a fuck what he do, he has done in his
0: life. But if you went back to being he, eight years old, you still want him showing up to your birthday party? Oh, fuck yeah! <laughs>
1: <laughs> Little did I know that I would just get a, I would get a roller coaster because someone would find out he touched my wiener.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> let's be honest. They're it probably would have been just like it was with women. We we wouldn't have been touched. Yeah.
1: He would have shown up at my birthday party and been like, "Yeah, I can definitely do better. Yeah, <laughs> like, he but takes my parents all the other kids in the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Listen, I invited you to my birthday.
0: I could be molested if I want to. No, okay, that's not And funny. there goes our last listen. Yeah. <laughs> that's not funny. It's not. Um, But, I mean,
1: there are times, though, like where there's also times where... And it's different to, to enjoy someone's art that is that is dead, and I'm gonna say that too, because I if somebody is a horrible person like the guy, the director of Jeepers Creepers, and his new and like Jeepers Creepers three comes out, I refuse to support that because he gets Even that money. Even though you love the first two, I hate the first two, and you know that you son of a bitch.
0: And like then you loved him until you found no, out he was. I
1: never liked those fucking movies. That is a documented fact. <laughs> I left the theater going, what the fuck was that piece of shit? The
0: and it's Jeepers funny, too, because it's not that bad. It is
1: because my whole nitpicking thing went into overdrive with that movie. There's so many little things like what? Like the license plate, the personalized license plate, which yeah. you in order to get a personalized license plate, you have to go into the DMV and you have to explain what it means. And an eight foot tall demon cowboy did dude, not go into the DMV and say yeah, it means Dracula you.
0: had Runfield. You don't know that he never had some kind of he servant they dude they him. haven't gotten to yet. Nope. <laughs> he had just woken up from twenty five years. He hadn't found his serving yet. Then there was the whole just another thing
1: that bothered me too was the light in that scene where and I the, think it's supposed to say "be eating you." It is. It's be okay. eating you. It's be eating you? You think he's like like oh, who's this vehicle registered to? Eight foot tall demon cowboy. <laughs> My, what, what does this mean, be eating you? Okay, and uh, what vehicle for this? Mm, 20s rust-filled shitbox.
0: My, my favorite <laughs> moment ever is when uh, the old PHF cast chat we had, and we played that stupid-ass basketball game all the time. And you're <laughs> like, I'm beating you. I'm like, wait, what did you say? You're like, don't do it. <laughs> and I shared the <laughs> license plate. You <laughs> son of a bitch. But it was crazy that you knew I was going there because yeah. I hadn't referenced it or shared that I'd been holding on to that <laughs> gift <of> that <laughs> for that license plate for so long.
1: And, and then I think like one of my favorite things about what was fucked up, and, the, and then people like, really, that's what you get into? Like, was the scene where the brother falls down that shaft, and the sister's at the top, and the way the light's coming down is impossible.
0: It's actually not, though. They,
1: <laughs> no, it's fucking impossible. M-
0: Mythbusters proved it
1: bullshit. I doubt Mythbusters was like, let's do a Jeepers Creepers
0: episode. No. You don't, you're don't. you not getting me with that one. You son of a bitch. Alright, so, time for our topic movie, which was The Last Thing He Wanted. I don't even know how to fucking synopsize this. It, it's, it was a weird movie. I mean, I'm gonna be honest
1: with, and just say this right off the bat. I'm not gonna give it a good review. I'm not either. I... I everything i saw i could probably tell you it is a good movie but it's a kind of movie that you have to be in a certain mood to enjoy and to want to watch and not at least that. for me and i wasn't in that mood so the movie honestly bored the shit out of me
0: so they try to make what well, the thing i hated about the movie like i i enjoyed the character stuff like i think anne hathaway does a decent job carrying this movie um Okay, let me just do this, and then I'll get into what I was going to say. The movie starts off with Anne Hathaway and Renee Montoya from... I don't know what her name is. I'm blanking. But I, she plays Renee Montoya. I, say, in, I
1: had it up on... Birds of Prey. I had it up on
0: IMDb, <coughs> and then... It's so easy to, to remember. everything too. else. Just having a, a huge... But they're... They're journalists and, and they're writing an article and photographing. Rosie Press? Well, Rosie Press. Um, are photographing a uh, civil war going on in Argentina? Uh, somewhere. It was- it's in 1982. It's in South America. Yeah. Um, and then they barely escape with their lives because the rebels break into their office where they're doing everything and they start shooting people and then they run to the airport and hop on a personal plane back home. It ends up being there's all these ties to like a senator or to, to the U.S. government, but they it goes way more in depth. And the whole purpose of the movie is you discover how they're, these um, rebels or whatever are getting guns right um which was kind of fucked up but we'll, we'll get to that in a minute um <clears throat> so it, then it cuts to her meeting her dad but her dad's like a big piece of shit
1: william defoe who plays yeah. is amazing he, he was oh, the excellent
0: saving acting. excellent acting i believe he was the
1: the saving grace of this movie really yeah if you, you didn't like anne hathaway I, in this movie? I mean she was good in it she was good but her character to me didn't Deserve like wasn't what drove the story to me
0: it was I mean, she's what, never what made she, me care like she is never gonna re- like touch that performance she did in ella and janet like we know that <laughs> i love ella and janet too. actually like, back that to too. fantasy yeah yeah uh um, i just think that like
1: if will if willem dafoe wasn't in this i probably would have just turned it off like way earlier
0: like, just really? turned it off and be like, no. Nah. You he, son of a bitch, I would have been pissed because I sat through Velocipaster. <laughs> he, he, but this movie was long as fuck. It, it was, was, like, two hours
1: long. And then I'm, like, watching oh. it, and I'm like, where's Willem Defy? I need more Willem. Like, I love when they're doing the test for him to see if he's the guy all the time. They're like, who's the who's the president? He's like, I know what you want me to say. Oh, dude, that was <laughs> what awesome. You, you want me to say Jimmy Carter? And all this stuff. He, and then
0: he like goes, he's he goes like, it's Ronald Reagan and all this stuff. And then the guy's like...
1: You but win, he goes in the what?
0: He, what fucking prize do I win? <laughs> yeah, he he goes in succession from like Franklin D. Roosevelt up to Reagan because yeah. the movie takes place in eighty two. Yeah, it was when Reagan was running for re-election. Right. Yeah, him and Bush. Yeah, eighty four. Yeah. So yeah. it cuts. It jumps forward two years. That, yeah.
1: there were signs that said Reagan Bush eighty four.
0: Yeah. Either either it's eighty three or eighty four. Um, like they're getting ready for that campaign run. So <clears throat> then you find out. That there's mines being placed around the coast and somewhere in South America, and they want to know if the CIA is aware of it and if blah blah blah. Yeah, she's the hard hitting journalist that refuses to back right. down. So that so her case gets frozen and she gets put on a campaign trail, and then she sings, "Let it go." There's yeah. Are <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, you? Okay so you learn Willem Defoe may have some kind of Alzheimer's or something because he has forgotten that his ex-wife is dead right um, But then so when they get to that part in the hospital after he has like that attack or whatever
1: right yeah
0: um, you think, oh okay, this is where the Alzheimer's is really gonna kick in. But then he goes through, and you're not sure because he also has some kind of weapons deal set up, because he used to be a weapons dealer. Yeah,
1: he's basically like uh, 100% just a piece of shit. Bad father, bad husband, right. bad person. Yeah. But God, you love him.
0: <laughs> right. you love to hate him. Well, except in your case, you just...
1: Yeah, I was to say I didn't. You, I, I didn't love to hate him. I yeah. loved him. I, I was yeah, like, I don't you, care
0: if he was the biggest you, piece of shit yeah. in that movie. You just found something fucking, for your soul to attach to. Absolutely, and just dug right in there.
1: I, <laughs> he, it was the best. I'm like, look at this piece of like when he was in the fucking uh, bar talking shit about everyone around him and about her job.
0: Yeah, yeah. He 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 really slung around some slurs there quite a bit. Yeah, he did. Ah, uh-huh. I was like, oh, it's the '80s. He can get away with it, I guess. Nowadays, he'd be elected president. Yeah, I mean, whoa, whoa, whoa! All right, let's not go there. <laughs> um, so my 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 whole point is because then she decides to do the deal for him because it's supposed to be a million dollar deal, <clears throat> and I don't know. It doesn't really say if she is like, "Hey, maybe I can get to the bottoms of all this gun stuff and with the rebels that right. has been going on." It
1: was. I don't know, like, honestly, the movie, like, I felt myself losing concentration so many times. Really? Like, and I said, all the stuff was there. When she got
0: to the hotel, my patience was worn pretty thin. Yes. I'm like, okay, I know what's been going on for over an hour, and you you keep trying to trick me and make me think it's not happening, but you haven't done... So, this is... All right, if you don't want to be spoiled for this movie... Don't pay attention during it, first off, but just go ahead and stop it here, watch it, and come back to the rest of this review. Um, so right now we're gonna get Raiden's right spoiler territory. She ends up going on this deal, and there's this guy, Johannes. Johannes, um, he, he's the, during the weapons deal, he shows up, he takes her, they stop at this place where there's these soldiers, she starts taking pictures. They get kind of a little accident because he pulls out a gun, and she kicks him out of the car and takes off, and right. drives and is hiding out. And it's this from here on out. She's trying to get back to the United States, but they keep trying to set her up with little traps so she'll be like taken by customs. But clearly, from the get go, you realize um, I can't think of the actor. He, uh, you, it's it almost sounds like he has like a Caribbean accent or something. Right. Yes. uh, But he, he, he's playing it off because he's actually, and this is the very last thing you learn in the movie, but you know it the whole time is that he's the French, uh, intelligence agent that's there. That's trying. And he's going to try to sneak her out. Um, which I thought was clearly obvious the whole time. Um, once the French intelligence officer was brought up, you know, because my that was the only thing I was not putting together is who he was, because I knew he because Ben Affleck's in the movie and he works with the CIA, but he also works with like congressmen and stuff to make sure they're not saying too much and stuff, because in one interview he's talking and they ask, she asks him the questions about the mines and he looks over to Ben Affleck's character, the senator does, or is it the secretary? I can't remember. And he just shakes his head no. So then yeah. he does, he's like, I can't comment on that at this time. You know, um, so big reveal at the end, Ben Affleck, it's just been stringing her along until he can find her documents and stuff. And then he shoots her and kills her. Right. And just finally says, fuck it. But it's the, last thing the French special, <laughs> the, yeah, the, the, the French special agent <laughs> took her freaking um, took her fucking documents her notes her pictures they made copies at the french government and then they mailed it to her friend in the united states and she wrote an article on it rosie Perez's character yes but they cut back if you watch the credits so how the movie actually ends is when ben affleck has her at the end um he points the gun at her and she says save martha and he says, <laughs> why did you say that name? Ah, <laughs> uh, no. But that's that's the movie in a nutshell. But my problem with it is, and the reason I gave the synopsis was that I felt I had to get through the synopsis first, is they, they keep... They're trying to be clever in this movie. And I don't care what anyone says. This is exactly what they're doing. The director could come out and say he wasn't doing it. It's exactly what he's doing with, it, with his camera work. To hint he's dropping, is... They keep baiting that Ben Affleck's the bad guy, but then they want you to think he's the good guy. Right. But then they drop stuff so at the end of the movie they can be like, oh, we got you. It actually was Ben Affleck. Like, because everything he says to her is huge red flags. Oh, yeah. So if you've never watched a spy movie, you may be fooled. You know, (laughs) or if you're just half paying attention to this movie, you may be fooled. By
1: the way, Naked Gun doesn't count as a spy movie, neither does Spy Hard. We're talking about like actual (laughs) spy movies, not, not, not farces. Yes,
0: like Tinker. Tinker Tail Soldier Spy or something like that, you know? Anything with, um, speaking of George Smiley or whatever that character's name is, anything with uh, Obi-Wan as George Smiley, for sure. Why can't I think of his name? It, my brain is like jello right now.
1: Minus, <laughs> I think the movie killed us.
0: Yeah. And it, there's nothing to overthink in this movie. Like, you have the movie figured out. The only thing you might not realize right away is who the John's character is or how he's involved. Yeah. Because I got so mad at this movie because she's on the phone and Rosie Perrette, she's on the, um, Ellen Chan, not Ellen Chan, motherfucker, uh... What the fuck is her name? Ellen Taylor. and Anne Hathaway. <laughs> Anne Hathaway is on the phone with Rosie Perez, and Rosie Perez tells, "Hey, there's a French intelligence agent there where he's gonna try to smuggle you out." Then at that point, I'm like, "Oh, she's already with him. That's awesome." So maybe they're gonna get in like some crazy shootout or something. She runs away because she doesn't realize it. She thinks like he's set her up to kill to kill her. Because she goes back through stuff in her head. And it doesn't even make sense, like, the conclusion that she jumps to. I don't know if this is, like, based off a true story.
1: I mean, it's probably one of those things where it may be. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, it definitely could have happened. It's based off real world. It's it's definitely centered around world world events. Because it they're trading guns with South America to get cocaine to bring into the country.
1: Which was a lot of people believed was what was going on in the right. 80s. So.
0: That's nah, that. That's the movie in a nutshell. So sure. basically, here's
1: what we're saying: is unless you're in the mood to watch a movie that's going to take a lot of concentration with very little payoff, honestly, I, all the things were there. Like it's one of those where you can watch a movie and you can say it had everything it needed to be to be an awesome movie, but for some reason it just didn't hit.
0: It's Ben Affleck. Yeah, it's like I love Ben Affleck. Don't get me wrong; I think he's a phenomenal actor, but it's the way they put his character into the movie. He's not menacing enough. Yeah. It's
1: like you got your recipe here for brownies, right? And you follow it to the letter. And then you bake it. And you eat that brownie. It tastes like shit. <laughs> and you're like, I don't know or- what happened. Because I did everything that I should have had to do to make so this here's a delicious thing. brownie. But you know what? This brownie
0: was not fucking delicious, Ella Enchanted. <laughs> the- I don't like it. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> this is a more apt analogy. Your grandma has a recipe for the best brownies ever. Oh, yeah. You make, you make the recipe they're good they're all right but they're not your grandma's brownies they're not
1: grandma's brownies (laughs) no
0: speaking of brownies though
1: uh Uh for those of you that are living under a rock or in another country it's girl scout cookie season yeah i mean it's a special time of year where you get to see your dealer again and she pushes all the good shit on you yeah and, uh, I'm a fan of Caramel Delights, which used to be known as Samoas. Um, uh, one of my favorite cookies. Weird they so, changed the name for that. Well, apparently in some parts of the country, it was all, they were always called Caramel Delights because oh, really? there were two different companies making them that called them two different things. Oh. Now they're all under one name. Gotcha. I found this out from Girl Scout troop leaders that explained it to me. But a Girl Scout troop leader comes in, who I always yell at. And I'm like, where the fuck are my cookies? <laughs> and she's like, so? She's like, are you going to be here Wednesday? I'm bringing in cookies. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. I'm going to make out with you. Because I will for a cookie. I don't give a shit. Oh, okay. Whatever. It's cookies. Well, we know um, your wife
0: doesn't listen to the podcast. Even though she did. she We lost the recording somewhere. Oh, no. Five minutes in? <laughs> no, no. Oh. Hold on a second. Let me see something. Oh, no. The wrong audacity file popped up. We're we're good. It's still oh, recording.
1: We should keep this into this. Uh, okay, so. I will. I'll keep it. Uh, no, my my wife would understand that. I probably would make out with someone for cooking. She wouldn't be happy with it, but she'd be like, "Yeah, that makes sense." Uh, but anyway, she tells me that there's. She's like, "Did you see the recipe out there for these brownies? That you apparently you just make a brownie mix, pour the first half into the pan, then you line it with caramel delights or Samoans, and then you pour the second half on and you bake it. Yeah, you make brownies like a
0: whole box of cookies. Oh, so.
1: yeah, I'm, I'm worth it." I'm not going to share them with anybody, so <laughs> that's all there mine. Yeah,
0: yeah, I will
1: polish off a fucking box of those cookies all so on my own. with No shame.
0: A layer of Samoa on the bottom and a layer on top.
1: Nope, just okay. a layer in the middle. Oh, in the, just middle a layer in the middle of the two brown. You put a layer oh, of brownie okay. on the bottom. Gotcha. Layer of Samoas. Second layer of brownie. Bake. Enjoy. I would guess keep a couple of Samoas left behind and then crumble them up to and spread them across the top of the brownie. Yeah, mm. and that little caramel drizzle. While we're at it, because fuck yeah.
0: Maybe add a little ice cream. All the ice creams. I really wanted a piece of the apple pie and ice cream that they eat. (laughs) And it's like, okay, so like stuff keeps happening in the movie that are red flags, like when they're eating the pie. Yes. And the director says, you should have used a spoon because then you can scrape the sides and make sure it's clean. Because they're eating pie and ice cream at the same time. (laughs) Um, Which if you're not from the U.S., you may not do. I I imagine everywhere... People eat alamode. Yeah, yeah. It's called alamode. So a they must do it in of France because yeah. that because alamode.
1: Right. To me, it sounds very French.
0: It's it's got to be like a worldwide thing.
1: It better be. Otherwise, it's like too
0: good not to be.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's not. It's not like it's the metric system.
0: So then it would be everywhere else, but here. But here, but see, yeah. we have it here. Um. <laughs> but so there's that, and then there's like he tells her. It's too dangerous for you to stay with me, so you need to stay here. That was, like, a huge red flag, and I'm trying to, like, draw in my head. And I come up with some weak conclusions, but I can't come up with... Like, if anyone ever said that to me, was like, if I was in that situation, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm fucking hightailing it out of there, right? Especially, like, when when the guy calls her in the hotel room when she's been there for two days. He's like, don't worry, I'm sending someone. Stay where you're at. That's just like Harley Quinn. I'm just Joker's
1: I'm, gonna break me out.
0: Yeah, I'm just too paranoid. Once I've already been shot at and stuff. Oh yeah, to like stay anybody. in that area. But it, it pays off. Like she made the right choice. I would have made the wrong one. <laughs> like she well, said I guess Martha. she didn't because she ended up dead in the end.
1: Yeah, she said, "Take care, Martha." <laughs> <laughs>
0: That joke will never get old. Yeah, Rescue Martha. Why did you say that name? It's just a dumb plot device. I don't know. I, I think gotta... I was also
1: more upset that I never realized they their mothers had the same name until that moment. Yeah,
0: like, but you realized it, but you you never <laughs> yeah. correlated the two. You know.
1: So somewhere, that or directed, you did when that, you
0: were really young.
1: That director was the first person ever to correlate those two things. He's like, "Wait, yeah, yeah their mothers have the same name. We should." Plot, that should be the plot point. Right <laughs> yeah. there. Everything turns right at the name Martha.
0: Or what likely happened is they're stuck at the script. They're like, how do we not have Batman kill Superman? And he's like, well, Superman's last words were, don't kill Martha. And some executive's like, oh, so he's telling him not, or he's like, he's like, rescue, save Martha. He's like, oh, so Batman's mom's been captured? He's like, what? No, it's super." Oh, oh my shit! God. Minds start blowing everywhere. Fireworks going off. The, the typewriter gets pounded. Yeah. <laughs> like um, crazy. <laughs> but I feel like that's one of those things, like you or I put together as a kid. Yeah, and were like, they have the <laughs> they have the same name, and someone on the playground was like, "Huh, that's stupid." Hey, he thinks it's a he thinks there's some kind of connection that they both have the same name, and you feel like a huge idiot asshole, so you never allow yourself to think about it again. <laughs> I don't know, at least I had those moments on the playground. <laughs> I was just, you know, I was just crazy. <laughs> um, but so, I
1: clearly haven't been drinking enough coffee during this because I still have some left.
0: Usually oh, about halfway through. Little, oh, nice. I thought it was because you were almost out.
1: Oh. Well, usually uh, halfway through the thing, I'm all out of coffee and I'm like going, well, I'll just chew on these coffee grounds that were in the bottom of my coffee. I call that coffee
0: pulp. I just and to accept it. If you did want to watch the movie for Willem Dafoe's character, he's in like three scenes and it's only like the first hour of the movie. But you know, I think the acting in this movie is good. I think the direction was it just the script kinda suffers. It's 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 completely character driven. So if you're expecting a spy type thriller that yeah, it's, it's gonna not that. like blow your mind. It's not going to. It's just character driven. If you're enjoying Anne Hathaway's character, you'll enjoy the movie. If you're not, you're gonna fucking hate it. Or you know, just come to watch William Dafoe be William Defoe. Yeah,
1: that's what I'm saying. It'll only be like an hour, anyways. <laughs> yeah.
0: If that. Um, so, what would you give this out of five? Uh,
1: I would give it like a one and a half. That low, really? Yeah, and I just it just really, didn't yeah. do it. It could not capture my my interest. It, like I oh, sure. said, if, if, when, Will, when Willem Defoe wasn't on there, I was just like, uh... I mean, the, the movie's, like, well shot and well acted. It is, and everything. that's the thing is, I don't and know why. And the story's
0: not even that bad.
1: Yeah, it, it, all the all the ingredients are there. Just not mama's, not Grandma's brownies. It's just not Grandma's brownies, sorry.
0: Well, I want to see something real quick. You're trying
1: to see if I gave Velocipastor a yeah, yeah, higher yeah. score?
0: Which, that episode still hasn't aired yet. You did not. You gave no. Velocipaster a 1.0. See? Slightly better. Aaron gave it a (laughs) 3.5. We we all know that's not right. He's not here to defend himself. Hey, that episode hasn't aired. Prove me wrong. (laughs) Um, No, I'm going to give this movie a 3. And it's not, I don't even, I'd probably give it a 2.5. But I really like Willem Dafoe's character acting. I really like Anne Hathaway's character acting. I really like Rosie Perez in this movie. And Rosie Perez for me is like hit or miss because sometimes I feel like she just brings, she's like a Nick Cage. She brings her tools to the job. But in this movie, she really doesn't do that. It, like, nothing in it was bad. It
1: just all added together did not come together like I would have hoped. Like, when I saw the cast list, I was like, this is going to be good. Right. And it just didn't do it for me, honestly.
0: Yeah. I mean, and a 3.0 is like sounds like it would be something i'm i'm gonna give it a 2.5 because i wouldn't recommend this to somebody unless they were describing this exact type of movie they wanted to watch yeah oh yeah like
1: like i want a character driven spy drama
0: yeah but not but but not too much on the plot
1: yeah it it's very character not enough plot
0: you need both really to and they, they, they do a good job trying to add mystique by not giving you enough information with the real world events rebecca Romain famous was in this really
1: isn't didn't she play mystique <laughs> the best jokes are the ones you have to explain yeah for sure okay <laughs> yeah,
0: full circle to x-men boom <laughs> all right so do you have anything else to add
1: no, just uh, check out hunters.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, skip skip the last thing he wanted, which I still don't understand how it gets to the name. They yeah, probably maybe they put in a random word generator. Yeah, maybe I missed something. Like he didn't want to kill her, but I didn't pick up on it. Um, maybe it's the so, last thing Willem, Willem Dafoe wanted. Oh yeah, I know. I, I bet you're right. So. Check out Hunters, I'm Not Okay With This, Harley Quinn. Um, And, by the way, we keep forgetting to do this. If you want to get a hold of the podcast, give us feedback. Uh, Just ask us a general question. If you want Golden to tell his most embarrassing movie again, like somebody else wanted once. Um, (laughs) Just know this man has no shame, so that's a really tough question. Zero shame. Uh, But anyways, so, yeah, we would love to hear from you. You can email us at... Dude, have you seen this at gmail.com. And I'll make some really cool sounds like I'm opening
1: a mailbag and a letter yep. so that it'll sound like we're opening an actual letter from you. Or even send us an actual letter. I mean, you'd have to figure out our address. Sucka.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, Or uh, there is a Facebook page that Mr. Sir created. Uh, he's working on being more active on that. Just we keep losing our listeners' so. <laughs> That's, no, I'm just kidding. Because <laughs> he doesn't show up to a podcast and we just go off the rails. Yeah. So I'm Anthony. I'm Gator Groves. Yeah. Gator Groves. All right. And this is Dude. Have you seen this? We'll see you next week where we will be talking about Ellen Enchanted. <laughs> no, not really. Maybe. I think it's your pick again.
1: <laughs> Isn't it, Mr. Sears? Oh, no. No, yeah, it is. Because Magic Time Squad came before Velasa Pastor. Yeah.
0: So let's so. skip that. Let's say cheers. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Second to silence. From our eyeballs to your ear holes, it's the, not the PHF cast, mother. <laughs> I can't believe that still happens. So let's just